I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. time to resist they can't arrest us all and they can't keep all your kids home from school they can't keep every government building closed we don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats we can simply say no not again the only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply refuse to show vaccine passports refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. 
You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemnest they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is a music all of
sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia? God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So what's up, babe? Nothing. I built some planter boxes today. It's very cool. I got free pallets. All I had to do is buy a couple brackets. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Which means... I now have something else occupying grass in my lawn. No, 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 no. Actually, nope. they're um, they're in the back, right up against the pool, where the uh, dresser is with the potatoes, huh. right by that, huh. and not in the way of uh, your tractor, so you can get out easily. Still, good. I made sure I built it further down towards the end of the pool, so you have plenty of room there. So, yep, I yeah. am going to be building some more, but I'm going to do it right up against the fencing where the uh, the pallets currently are anyway and just extending the taking over more of my lawn. the chicken stuff there's no lawn there it's it's all dirt and grass or dirt and, and leaves right now so sure no there's not been any lawn there for a while the chickens destroyed that shit a long so time look, ago we're gonna get through all the bullshit real quick fast in the hurry yes Ron DeSantis did declare as of not four hours yet. ago he actually goes tomorrow night he will declare on Twitter with Elon with Elon not officially yet. Um, I'm. It's, a, it's officially unofficial. It's officially bullshit. Um, but I know that's how our government works. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not upset about it. Yes, we are supposed to primary. Yes, we are supposed to pick the best candidate from our group. Yes. Tim Scott. What candidate hasn't sold out? They've all sold out. Thank you. That's where my issue Tim Scott was. was literally a Democrat and he went to the Democrat party to run in South Carolina. And they were like, no, nah, we have too many black people running. You'll never stand a chance. Yeah, but so he went and ran as Republican. And why, said, are, why are we talking about Tim Scott? I, I don't care. He, he also declared. I know he did, but he, these are the people that don't matter. You know, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to see. Vivek and fucking Nikki, Nikki Haley and see the Tim Scott. It's, it's that big field again. Republican people that don't matter. We all know who's going to win the Republican Party. That's it. It's a no-brainer. Folks, I don't give a shit. When they mentioned this today, when Elon mentioned the fact that fucking Ron DeSantis was going to declare on Twitter tomorrow night. Trump's points went up 10 points. Look, I'm not saying anything, but DeSantis doesn't have a chance. I don't know who's pumping this fucking pipe dream up his asshole. That's family. saying that he actually has a fucking chance. He has no chance. I'm I'm not a Trump lover either. Paul Ryan. I am not a Trump. I don't love Trump. You you all know that about me. You know, there are two things that are stopping me from voting for Donald Trump right now. Yes, I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis. What? Why? He's saying all the right shit. He's hitting my two big points right now. Destroy the FBI and get rid of the jab. He is the only one out there that is doing that. World Economic Forum, so young Nikki Haley, global so leader, Tim Scott, so with the George Bush hand shoved so far up his ass. Yeah, right now he's the only one saying it though. They for I, exactly that reason. Exactly. 
to get through to people like you because she wants your vote. He's saying those things because that's the niche that's not been pulled. Stop, stop, stop. So that's, uh, you're such a beautiful woman. I love you so much. Except by RFK. I really do. I love her so much. One of the things that she just brought up, and I want you all to pay attention to this. This is something we, I, I can't believe I'm about to do this on fucking Tuesday. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go down a conspiracy track with you because there's mm-hmm. somebody who brought up a really good argument to uh, about three days ago, brought it up to me. And I was just like, I tried, tried fighting back. Um, I got about a half a day into it and realized I couldn't. And then I started asking other people if they were seeing the same thing. So this is going to sound off the wall, sideways, deplorable, whatever you want to call it. You call it what you want. Tell me something. Have you guys noticed the uptick, so to speak, on social media of unexplained paranoid events? Paranormal events? Paranormal, paranoid, whatever you want to call it. It's both because the paranoid are, according to most of us, the schizophrenic. However... I actually have a different opinion about yeah, that. Yeah, no, today. they just see things other people don't. Doesn't make them schizophrenic. Makes yeah, them. there's something I'm wondering. Like, there's all <clears> of a <throat> sudden, all these people are catching these ghosts, these children that appear in their apartments, these things that just mysteri- mysteriously appear. We play it off as, oh, well, it's AI. No, no, it's not. AI hasn't been given that type of leniency yet to fuck with real video you sure yeah ai's biggest thing they can do is create their own video they haven't been able to fuck with real video yet it does make you wonder however think about it this way what if what we're seeing was described to us in another place it's something we've already read you all have already been with us on this journey you know that we already talked about revelations. John, and when he was at Patamost, especially when he was talking Revelations 1, you start just Revelations 1 and work your way through. He starts talking about shit that just sounds crazy, like, what? Who saw this? Where did this come from? But then I ask you about things like this. So I want you to watch a couple of videos here. There's a reason for this. Trust me, I never do anything without a reason. Always a reason behind what I'm doing. And I'm pretty stupid most of the time. And I'm hoping you guys are going to be able to hear this. So please tell me if you can't hear it immediately, because I want to know. Um, it's really important. And um, I got to go to one. Give me one second <laughs> Why did they issue satellite phones to 50 senators instead of 100 in case of a a cyber hack? Um, I don't know. When the network went down. I don't know. For, for when the network goes down. All right. So stop. Watch this video. I want you to watch this video. Tell me if you can't hear it. I will make sure that the volume is on. Okay. Now, this happened a while ago. But 
this happened uh this was 2013 7-19-2013 but there's been more and more of these things happening okay just your thoughts look at this tell me if i'm crazy now for my lurkers out there that aren't watching those are angel wings mm -hmm. in the middle of someone's driveway and it blocking someone's driveway mm -hmm. not allowing them to go in folks john in the most for the most part of the first part of Revelations, John talked about shit that he couldn't understand because A, he didn't know the time period he was in, and B, the shit he was seeing, cars. Could you imagine cars? Could, could you explain cars 2,000 years ago? Could you explain you know, rain falling on a windshield and wipers wiping the water away where someone was recording and recording wasn't even a word back then. So somebody was somehow taking a photograph of something really, really quick over and over again. So you could see the whole thing move. Could you imagine explaining that? You can't. And from his island in Patamos, most Jews thought he was crazy. Most Christians thought he was crazy. <sighs> Isn't it crazy how we're seeing shit like this right now where we can't explain it? Where you've seen videos. Every we've got them. I've got more. Hold on. I oh I I I, I purposefully did this tonight for this reason. You guys Hold see on. that Hold on, because I got more shit that's gonna blow your mind. Be like, look, this is the type of shit we need to pay attention to does that make sense this is the shit like the messages that we're trying that people are telling us like hey you should really listen to what i'm showing you it's not about what they see it's about what you and i see and let me tell you something this is how many more of these are we going to see captured on video think about it Go through your Twitter feed. Go through your Instagram feed. Tell me, how many videos do you see of, like, ghosts or of some weird fucking shit going on? Like, unexplainable. Now, I want you to put yourself in John's sandals on the island of Patamos. And I want you to write it down. And I don't want you to sound crazy while you're doing it. Hmm. Do me a favor. If you Good can do that. that, you're better than I am. But explain shit like this. And this is what I want you to do while you're on your Isle of Panamos. I want you to sit there on the Isle of Panamos. I want you to see this video. And I want you to explain it to somebody who has no idea what a cell phone is, who has no idea what flat earth is, and sure as hell has no idea what the fucking sky really looks like. Because this is some nutty shit. Shadow? 
where are the clouds? You guys see that shadow? Where? 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 Where are the clouds? Do me a favor. Tell me something. Does anybody else see the clouds? Um, I, I see a chemtrail, but that's it. Does anybody else see the clouds? There's, there's no clouds. Where the fuck is that cloud coming from? Where is that shadow being cast from? That's not AI. You can't AI that shit. Not like that. No. Mm. I, I would love to say that this is AI. I'd love to sit there and go, oh, that's AI. Oh, you're wrong. How do you explain that? You see more and more of this being caught on camera. Why? God doesn't give a fuck anymore. I, I give you my theory to this. God doesn't give a fuck anymore. He doesn't care whether we know he's there or not. It's not about that now. Now it's about what's left when he's done. He's not concerned whether we know he exists or not. There are no more secrets out there. He'll let it all show now. Doesn't matter because 90% of us aren't going to be around when that part's over. True. So it goes back to being a myth. When you can eliminate that many people, it goes back to a story of yesteryear that the the people before the flood or the people before the tornado or the people before the fire, that's what they knew. That was their education. That's what they heard. Think about it. How do we talk about, for instance, Aramaic was a language. It's been dead for like 3,500 years. 2,000, but okay. So a dead language, 2,000-year-old dead language that we've been dying to learn because it could lock, unlock a whole lot of see. How did a language just go out of existence? Hmm. Unless you had a catastrophic event even Gaelic hasn't completely gone out of existence and they tried to stamp that out. They sure the English were big on stamping yep. out Gaelic and, and Gaelic's and been yet it's, generations of the Irish. It's still flourishing. Yes. So um you don't just how do you stamp out a language? Latin too. They say Latin's a dead language. No, it's not. They it's still not. teach it in schools. More people know Latin than they exactly. actually there's a lot more people that know Latin than they do fucking Spanish. Well, no. That's not true. That's but, only not true in your world, hon. Uh, I, you know, I guess you're right. I guess Catholics and everywhere else in the world except for here are taught Latin. Exactly. Okay, you're right. Latin's bigger than what you think. But my my point is, is how do you stamp out a language? Well, God sends a flood normally, and He just says, "Nah, bear, watch this, bitches," and you guys get flooded the fuck out. Except Jesus sp spoke Aramaic, and the flood came was before Jesus. I so. know. No, the well, yeah, the flood yeah, was true. well before Jesus. That's true. So, what happened that the, the language died post Jesus? Out. Yeah, in that time that, that we don't that hidden history, the time that they don't tell us about where we lost Aramaic. Well, no, God destroyed mankind what twice, He did it once with the flood, mm -hmm. He did it again at Sodom and Gomorrah. And then he said he would never do it again after that. Both pre-Jesus. Correct. And he didn't destroy all of mankind at Saddam and Gomorrah. No. Only he only the, destroyed the, the cities. Yes. So, but no, he's destroyed mankind more times than that. 
I was well, I was told this is this would be like the seventh time. <laughs> this just confirms that we live in the matrix. So... <laughs> it completely confirms we live in the matrix. Seriously, how do you not see that we live in the matrix? Jesus Christ, mankind's been destroyed seven fucking times. No, six times before. This this upcoming one will be the seventh time. Six times before, so this is number seven. Uh huh. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, sure. We don't live in the major. <laughs> sure. I'll buy it. Let me see what else I got because I got more videos because I've been saving these. Mm -hmm. This shit's no joke. I am dead serious. There's more ghostly shit going on on Instagram right now than I've ever seen my whole entire life. Like there are there are videos that I can legitimately sit there and say, yeah, I have no fucking idea. I can't even tell. Is that fucking Photoshopped? Is that because you can't tell anymore? There's some shit that I, I'd like to say, look, if we start overlooking this shit because we think everything is Photoshop because we question everything, and I'm not saying not question everything, but I'm saying you got to have something. If it, if it hits you down in the balls, you know, in the loins and lets you know, hey, maybe you should listen to this. Maybe you should listen to it. That's all I'm saying. Again, we could never start a, a conspiracy theorist. Secret ancient dating app because after five minutes everybody would accuse everybody else of being fed <laughs> it's true oh, it's, it's so true, true. I'm, I'm trying to find this other one i don't remember where i put it i got to find it it's... so now the question is is this even if it if it, even if it is ai mm -hmm. why is it predictive programming? Well, I think that would be naturally the thought process behind it. And I mean, is it, a, does it matter either AI or God? Is it, it's predictive programming on either end? Well, exactly. Would it really matter at that point? No, it wouldn't. So if God's predictively programming us, which doesn't make any sense, because why would God do that? Mm -hmm. God's almighty. He's, he knows everything. He's the master of the universe. All he's got to do to make us think something is click his fucking thumb and forefinger together. He's tried. He, I mean, he's tried that. People think they're crazy. Well, the problem is, is well, the problem is now, that people don't know how to listen no, anymore. Now I understand what he's talking about because now I understand what that whole point is. No, and now it makes sense. You don't get it. The, the thought process behind it, like, it's not that they think they're crazy. They've been conditioned to think that if they hear this, they're crazy. Exactly. That's a whole different exactly. story. It, it's kind of like what I was talking about this morning with Liana. When Liana brought up the whole Big Mike thing. Big Mike! And let me tell you something. There was a lot of Big Mike! I missed it because I went to go get my haircut only to find out that my appointment was actually on, is on Thursday instead of today. So anyway. you were really excited, weren't you? I Did really you was. I was so excited. Now I'm going to have to be excited again on Thursday. Damn sucks. Doesn't it? Uh, man. So, it's horrible. Isn't you it? might get laid twice this week. Damn. Big Mike. <laughs> anyway, hopefully not by him. Big Mike was, she had the whole series on there about how, and we both agree that, I see how this is going to work. We're going to tumble down this road for about a 
four or five, six, eight more months, right? Joe Biden is going to get impeached. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. Or it's the only thing that makes any sense. Kill stop, Reed or something. Stop, stop. No, no. He's going to get impeached. Mm. Which is going to fuck things up because they're going to have to move the election up. Now they're not going to move the election up like you would think. What they're going to do at that time, if you look at our rules, there are rules to this. The rules to this is that when they bring it up, because we can't be rudderless, we have to have a president. Camel toe. And that is not a good thing. The captain of the ship. And nobody wants that. No. Nobody wants that. So somehow she's going to get impeached as well, I'm pretty sure. I think they're both going to go down in a flaming ball of heat. It doesn't matter. Long story short, what this is going to bring up is another control. It's going to be a constitutional con controversy because what do you do on election year when you have the president being impeached? Well, it's a good thing that we already went through that. Kevin, Nick, what are you talking about? No, well, fuck off, Kevin McCarthy. Fuck that faggot. No. Think about He'd it. Like that. We went through this shit in 2020. They impeached Trump in 2020. Guess what they researched in 2020? How to how do what, what how to do? impeach a sitting president? Mm -hmm. Guess what they already know how to do? It's already Replace done. Him. The research is done. So get this. They're gonna get rid of him. Okay. What's gonna happen is we're gonna get a new president. Now. A lot of people are saying a lot of different names. It's really weird how RFK jumped in when he did. Didn't I say that I think this is a little weird that RFK is going to run for president? Mm. Hmm. Why would I say that? Well, I would say that because it's set up. We ain't heard shit from Big Mike and Big Mike. I told you she was going to run. I told no, you they were going to put her in. He. No, you're mm -hmm. wrong. Listen, this is what's going to happen. I can I'm play wrong that I told you that. I know I told you that. I can play it out the next six months. And at next six months, this is how it's going to happen. She, and I will start with a she, will run as a female. First primary polls come out. She or it finds out that it is no longer bigger than Donald Trump. Big Mike comes out. I mean, and have they says, actually had a dick swinging contest? I'm a tranny. We all know that. We all knew that. We're not going to be surprised. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's going to be your normie friends. Their brains are going to melt. No, no, but go, it, he's not going to come out and announce oh, it. No, he no, is, no, 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 no. They're going to leak it first. No, no, no. They're going to they're no, going to no. make it a big scandal, no, they and they're going to turn him into a victim. Exactly. That they're they're persecuting him for stand being by. a tranny. Stand by. No, no, no. You're wrong. They're not going to do that. They're going to come out and say, "Look, I'm brave enough to say this on national TV at eight o'clock at night." Mm -hmm. I'm a dude. I've been playing a dude for the last four years. Our kids aren't our kids. They're adopted. Blah, 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 which yeah. means we've been it's right 15 years, since day one. 20 next, years. Next whatever. step. Next step. It's going to say, look how brave I am. Stunning and brave. And you're going to watch. Stunning you, You're going to watch the left and the right. Why? Why do I say that? Because, babe, you downloaded some clips for me tonight. Where did you put them? Oh, it depends on what it was. I, I hope it's in fuck around because it better be. Uh, no. I don't it, know what it was. They were Ford commercials. Um, 
They're probably still in. Or is it in here? Might still be in show clips. Are you kidding me? You didn't even move them? No. Or Fuck Oh, you. no, no. I bet they're in Freedom Gardens. Couldn't. Mm. No, because we weren't doing that tonight. Where the hell? Or when I moved things over, but. Uh, no. No. Yeah, seriously, look in Freedom Gardens. Because I think you downloaded it before I'm, I started, oh, before that, I changed clips. That might have been. So Freedom Gardens, bottom left. All right. Yeah. That might have been. Yep, there it is. There it is. All right. So, hey, um, I want you all to check this out because this, this is important. The babe fucked here. I know. Just so you're aware. I've already seen the, the four things. We might be really fucked because. Well, we can't afford any cars right I now. I know. Anyway, that's so. the problem. That's why we're going to be fucked. And we're going to be made fun of for a very long time. Anyway. Uh, what, we're going to go start driving Teslas? Fuck off. No, I'm not driving a fucking exactly. Tesla. Fuck Tesla. Tesla can suck my dick. But check this shit out. What's so bad with that? You know, it's a bunch of dirty trucks. Not a big deal, right? Watch this. Now, you know you want to get back from the game and get back. Maybe Lulu can wrap it like that. What do you think? Hun, you know as well as I do <laughs> right now that. I, I'm actually a big proponent of this boycott and shit because we've pretty much destroyed mm -hmm. Anheuser-Busch. Yep, Tarjay is on the way out. And Tarjay is on their way out because, mm -hmm. man, they did a fucking 24-hour self-correction. Holy shit. Dude, Alex Stein did a video where he... They pulled all the shit off the shelf. He um he tested out their, their tuck-friendly bathing suits. Yeah, and, and that's been all over. I did not download it because I'm sorry. I could not expose even myself to that. Never mind, y'all. Um, but uh, yeah, they, right after that, done. Well, all I can tell you right now is that like literally shit on the shelves. I try, we have a Target distribution center that we work at that my other job, we go down there all the time. We're constantly fixing doors down there because those fuck sticks run through them with fucking forklifts left, right, and center. Anyway. I can tell you probably today was a probably pretty near a pretty interesting day down there because they were probably getting a whole bunch of shit that's going back to the West Coast or to the Midwest because mm -hmm. it's going to get destroyed. There's a lot of shit that Target walked away from today. But that's Ford, just mm -hmm. so you're all aware. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's another one, too. There's, there's one and I, I want you to watch this one as well because I think it's important that we see all of this bullshit while, while it's right here in front of our face. And um, this is uh, pretty important. Makes you... Okay, you, you're going to know. It's not a big deal. Uh, is this it? 
Um, yeah, that's it. Is it that? No, yeah. I, that, yeah. that's the one we just watched, yeah. isn't it? No, it's not. You yep. sure? Yep. Pause it. Go back to the beginning of that and see if it, start, right. if it starts the I same, because I'm pretty sure it's the same one. If I play it, is it? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, it is. All right. You win. All right. So we'll do this one then instead. I... So is that one? That's right? the one you just. Oh my God. Are you fucking kidding me? I. Obviously, because it was the one that was highlighted. It was the one that you previously chose. No, it was not highlighted. See, there are every other one, numnet. Okay, good. Now you see that. Okay, pay attention. Jeez. So, more from Ford. As they burn into the ground. So I've actually been competing in Strongman since 2009 when I was 17 years old. And in 2013, I won the Amateur National Championship in, in the US to turn pro. Shortly after that in 2014 is when I realized for myself who I was. For so many years, I had been ignoring who I was and woke up one day and realized how tired I was. Fortunately, when I came out in 2014, I really learned how special this sport is. There is nothing quite like the strongman community. Each competitor is each other's best supporter. The strongman community is a close-knit community. I mean, we all support each other when we go to competition. I was a little bit anxious and worried about what the response was going to be, especially being in this sport, because it is, it's a masculine sport. It doesn't matter your sex, your religion, your orientation, where you're from, what language you speak, what color your skin, nothing. The only thing that you need to be in strongman is mentally and physically tough and strong. After coming out, there were some people that I got backlash from and negative comments from, but what I learned really quickly was all of my competitors that I had met over the years of competing were the first ones to go to bat for me and really show their support in an amazing way. It really bothers me when people feel the need to abuse others or spread hate based on solely on somebody not living the life to their standards. That bothers me. It's just ridiculous that in this world, you know, 2022, how can that upset somebody for who they are? You know, how, how does it matter to you who Rob's, you know, intimate with, who he loves? For the strongman community, I think he's well accepted. I mean, we just, he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy to be around. I mean, we appreciate Rob a lot. We all support him. We all love him. And yeah, we're always going to be behind him. Full pun intended, it, it lifted this weight off of my shoulders of this burden I was carrying for so many years. You know, I was able to take that energy and put it into competing and into strongman. My Instagram name is literally the world's strongest gay. So I put it out there really as a reminder to people that sexuality has no bearing on things you can achieve in life. Seeing the very gay raptor in person and what Ford is honestly doing is one of the coolest things we've seen from, from a global brand like this. You know, I think during Pride Month, especially in June, a lot of companies show their pride, but it's what do they do outside of those other 11 months of the year? 
I think the biggest thing I want people to realize from this is once you accept yourself from who you are, that really anything is possible. Strong does not have to be physical. Strong is more of a mindset. Going into every single day knowing you are who you are and living your life as authentically as possible really is the most powerful thing you can do in life. Genesepi, um, I have an idea for you. If you would like to make me a bumper sticker that says, although this might be gay, I'm not, I'm down for that. If you could put an arrow straight up okay. so I can put it directly under, no, stop, on the back of my work truck and on the back of my personal truck so I can put an arrow straight up right to the Ford thing that says, although this may be gay, I am not. I am down for that. I will put that in every single one of my vehicles. Swear to God. I just, I have a tangential thought on that. Okay. Honestly, I, I don't give a shit where you like your dick. You like it in the front, you like it in the back. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. That being said, I, I can, there, there is a time when size matters. Anal's a time when size That's matters. When size matters. And my understanding is that the more steroids you take, that smaller the smaller it gets. So, I, I mean, I can understand how the, the strong men went gay, right? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! That's my point! <sighs> oh my God! This. This is the problem we've given in to one-party control. Don't you guys see it now? We're giving... All right. So... Yeah, we're in the pre-gay week before Pride Month. You're right. It's like the pre-game week. It's the pre-gay week. It's the pre-gay weeks because we're like two fucking... What? I guess it's week. Uh, one How do week. they get a month? One week. They, we they get, get a, a month? day. The Irish get a fucking day. I mean, we make How do the month? fucking queers get a month? The Irish drink every day. I guess the queer is taking the ass every day, but I was about to say, what's the difference? <laughs> Your point is, um, when do straight people get a month? We don't even get that because we're considered sexist and misogynist. I guess now straight white people just get a month in jail to... on the regular, <laughs> on the regular. <laughs> hey, whitey, go to jail. Fuck what I do. I don't know. White you deserve the, it, though. White's You're the white. new black. You're white. Sorry about that, pal. Fuck. White's the new black. This, all this shit's it's horrible. This, But we really can't ignore this shit. One of the ones I want you guys to see. I'm going to bring it up. If you Hold on. I want to make sure everybody hears this and sees this. <clears throat> this is really important. I know... This is AI. I get it. But this is really basic AI. This isn't anything special. Mm -hmm. Anybody can make a picture move. Trust me. It's not hard. I've done mm -hmm. it. If I can do it, you all can do it. That's what I tell everybody. Check this out, though. This is really, this is scary. You collect 100 black ants and 100 fire ants and put them in a jar, nothing will happen. But if you take the jar, shake it violently, and leave it on a table, 
the ants will start killing each other. Red believes the black is the enemy, while black believes the red is the enemy. When the real enemy is the person who shook the jar. The same is true in society. Men versus women, black versus white, faith versus science, young versus old, etc. Before we fight each other, we must ask ourselves, who shook the jar? I'm Mark Twain, also known as Samuel Clemens. Yeah. Who shook the jar? Who shook the fucking jar? Mm. Who pissed us all off? We're just microbes in here, folks. We are just the small fries. Somebody's shaking this fucking jar. Mm -hmm. Somebody's pissing us off. Just saying. Who shook mm. the jar? Mm. Gotta wonder. What else you got in there? Oh, I got a lot. This this folder is enormous. Mm -hmm. um, here you go. How about this one? Oh, well, let's do this one because this is more political. Let's do this one real quick. Let me bring it up and pause it. Stay off social media. There we go. Because this is an oldie but a goodie. And it reminds us that we've been... We've been told what to do our whole entire lives. Mm -hmm. Check this shit out. If you don't believe it, check it out. Media people, if you're trying <laughs> to figure out, if you're trying to figure out, are there really issues with votings? Trust your local officials. Trust us here. Trust a news source that you know and trust to be honest about this. They're doing their job. Stay off social media, people. If you're trying <laughs> to figure out, if you're trying to figure out, are there really issues with? That's what they were saying. If you're trying to figure it out. Remember now, do your own research as a um. Yeah, it's a sin it's a, now. It's a See, domestic we, terrorist. We have watched. Saying. We have watched that come full circle. Mm -hmm. We watched that when it started. Do your own research. We said it all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you watch. This is going to become the harbinger of evil. And today, it is the harbinger of evil. Sure is. I got more. I still got more because this folder is never ending. This mm -hmm. is the one I save everything to. Uh oh. I save. I sent a bunch of shit to you too. Yeah, well, but you never look at your shit. That no, I, I do. You. No, you don't. Well, it's because I hardly ever go on Instagram, honestly. Yeah, I know. I'm terrible about it. I know. Hold on. Let me see. I think I sent more. Um, your messages. I think I have messages. I sent a lot to you. Mm -hmm. Not now. Let me see. And I've got some of you fuckers in here. That I send shit to all the time too. And some of you respond. Uh, this was another one. This was one from today. This is uh this is an interesting one. Let's this is uh, you know, Liana brought this up this morning too, because she was talking about child sex trafficking. Okay. Y'all don't believe that shit's going on. <laughs> Tell me, do I have, actually, I want to ask the chats right now. Do I have a brave enough soul, A, who will open their mouth <laughs> in this den of savages mm -hmm. that we have created? Because trust me, if you open your mouth, you might take a little bit of a beating. But understand, there will be people that will stick up for you because guess what? Even though we might not agree with you, we're still going to let you speak your piece. 
because you're allowed to. That's what this country is about. That being said, do I have anybody brave enough in the chat to open their mouth right now and say that child sex trafficking is not going on, kids are not being eaten across the world, and that's not a delicacy in different countries? <coughs> Just asking for a friend. Big Mike! Just asking, please let me know. Do I have somebody brave enough to say, yeah, that shit's not true? Just wondering. Seriously, answer it now. If you've got the balls and you're big enough for a bad enough bitch or a bad enough dude, mm -hmm. just answer in the chat. Say, yeah, I am. I don't believe that. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Go ahead and play your video. I, I don't think it's going to happen either because I think pretty much everybody's everybody knows sure it happens. that's happening. But check this out. This is the one, if you've not seen this video, which you probably all have, this will set you off your rocker. <clears throat> and it'll probably piss you off and make you really angry. Check this shit out. And how old are you, Elise? I'm nine years old. I was nine, I'm nine years old right now. We eat babies. We drink their blood okay. because this is how we, we do it. So then on Wednesday, Wednesday is the, the most special, busiest day, special right. day. Okay. We'll start, we'll take it little bit by little bit. As I said, we kill babies, we drink their blood, we eat them. But then after, we, we so the social services who are in it, they, they, so they go to families, or, so they go to families, so the families can't afford, so they get a baby, but they can't look after it, when they can't buy food, or they, they can't buy clothes, they can't look after it, so they sell, the families who sell their children, yeah. so the social services get them, they say they get them to a foster home, but they don't, they get the babies or the children, and then they, they get the baby, they hang it upside down, and yes, with the string, they put a string, it's like a circle string, tie it to the legs, hang it up, say down, and then they get a special denied. I'm not going to let her continue. Yeah, please don't. Because after that, it gets really gross. <sighs> but let me give you an idea. When it comes out of the mouth of babes, it's a tough one to fucking argue. Nine-year-olds don't normally lie. Yeah, how do you make that up? How does that girl make that shit up? I'm sorry. You, you, when you, you get past this, if you want to go look at it, it's on Instagram. I found it on Instagram. Shit's disgusting, though. Pisses me off. Makes me want to fucking kill a lot of people. Because that's some bullshit. The kids, they're doing this to babies. No. I remember when we had Courtney on. Yeah, no, I know. Mm -hmm. No, I know. <coughs> How about this one? This is another one. Another one I sent you that eh, you never. All right, hold on. Check this out. She thinks I sit around all day and like watch videos on my phone. I don't. I'm constantly working. She does. <laughs> Cheating. I'm listening to Liana in the background as I'm working in the yard. <laughs> I just love to bust her balls. Mm -hmm. Check this shit out, though. It's another crazy one. Explain this one, please. Somebody dying to hear it. Anybody else watching this? That's the news from the tornado. Y'all watch when I put play. You see up in the cloud. 
and what he's talking about is watch right about right here. Okay, can you see where my mouse is circling? Uh, you want to watch right about right here. Just watch it. Watch them people walk out the car. We then had to pull over because that's when emergency crews were headed towards when we saw Y'all see that? You see the people walking out of the clouds right there? Just watch. We saw a fire truck headed that way. And so we are almost there, but we're not even in wind yet. And this is the damage we're seeing. We saw a few people kind of outside. Um, it looks like they may have been. Um, hey, so what is that? Seriously, what is that? Fuck if I know. Are those souls walking up Jake, Jacob's ladder that lost their lives during the tornado? Maybe. I'm just wondering, asking for a friend, because you keep catching more and more of this. This is going on every day. Watch your Instagram page. Watch your fucking Twitter feed. This is just the shit I found. There is more and more shit like this going on every day. Why? Why is that happening? Normally when that happens, it's because the other side of what's coming no longer cares whether you know they're coming or not. <clears throat> you, you can say blue beam all you want, Sparky, but tell me something. Why do I have millions of people in multiple different countries recording the same thing? This is where the problem is, is it's not just one person here in the U.S. seeing it. No, there's like five, eight different people around the world that are recording it all at the same time. When you get to that point, whatever being was there before, that was making <laughs> this big deal of not being there. He no longer gives a shit. When he no longer gives a shit, you no longer matter. And on the other side... The other side likes to tell us, I didn't know you were doing this tonight, but I've, I've got, keep talking because I've got something interesting for you. Well, go for it. You, you brought yeah. it up. So I've started watching a new show, right? I finished that. I finished that show. Um, the one you're making fun of me for. And, uh, and I started watching a new show. Which show was I making fun of you? For? Uh, the, the Bridgerton one. Yeah, that was weird. I know. It was just weird. I wasn't making fun of you for it. It, it was it, just, it, it's it was the weird. fucking weirdest show in the I world. I know. It's very weird. Um, but when so, I've got to run to keep up with it, I've got a problem with it. So I started watching this show called, um, peripheral. Okay. And wow, that's actually a better name for tonight. Tonight would have been better to okay. name it the periphery. Um, so here, we'll put it in there. That's fine. And, uh, and I'm on, I think this was the fourth episode. Okay. And the premise of the show is it, it's it supposedly takes place in like 2032. Okay. So in about 10 years. Okay. All right. And a lot of like virtual reality, et cetera. Um, you know, regular people, but playing virtual reality. It's like this girl and her brother and her brother's all fucked up from the war. And he has these like things in his, under his skin, haptics that connect him to the rest of his unit that also has them anyway. Um, <clears throat> but she's contacted by the future. She doesn't know it. She thinks she's playing a sim. But in fact, they use quantum data mining to pull her consciousness into a blank 
in the future. Okay. So she's in the future and there's like no people there. And so she find she asked them, where'd all the people go? And this was the answer. Hmm. Okay. And uh and and it's it's a pretty good show. Oh, it's um it's pretty interesting to say. <clears throat> so I literally like this this part was so it struck me so much so. Again, I didn't know you were doing this tonight. I took out my phone and I recorded from my phone, like my tablet off my phone. All right. Okay. What is this? Our past, your future. A museum of sorts. Each of these shapes represents a different phase of the jackpot. Why the jackpot? Gallows humor, I suppose. And it's less portentous than apocalypse. This is the moment commonly pinpointed as the edge of the cliff. After which, there is no turning back. The jackpot was unstoppable. The hack of the North American electrical grid. Complete blackout. Months long, continent wide. An increasingly common phenomenon, as it turned out, across the globe. That's just seven years off in the world. Pandemic. A filo virus. We called it the blood plague. It attacked the viscera. The liver, spleen, intestines filling with blood till the abdomen burst. Environmental catastrophe. Droughts. Famine. Antibiotic failure. Agricultural collapse followed. Full population collapse. About more than seven billion people over four decades or so. And then came the end. A domestic terrorist attack in the United States. They blew up a nuclear missile silo. Spring Creek, North Carolina. Jesus Christ. That's where I live. Yeah, a little, that's a little that's, predictive programming. There. That's where I was going. Wow, <laughs> go team! We didn't even communicate about this. Uh, uh, not at all. Like that's I said, actually epic. I recorded that on my phone this morning as I was watching that episode. I was like, "Holy shit!" And uh, yeah, we you didn't we didn't even talk until we were like discussing a possible f title for the show. Yes. And that was even very brief. You didn't tell me what you were going into. So obviously since I just downloaded that. So uh, that's crazy. Anyway, look, we've got LeBon joining us. Oh, we do. Mm -hmm. All right. Right on time. So we're going to flip over. Excellent. So uh, yeah, a little predictive programming. It's a good show though. 
Yeah, I, I just throwing it out there. Y'all take from it what you want. Either way. So uh, I guess we'll uh, move over here. Let me go to. I think you're going to add him in. Yep, obviously. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Dork. You're welcome. Welcome, sir. How you doing? Is this working, guy? Yes. Yeah. We can hear you. Oh, he can't hear us, though. I don't think he can. Do you have headphones? Let's remove them for right now until he figures that out. And let's do Send this. him a chat. Yeah, I'll do a chat. Yep. Do you have the headphones? <laughs> anyway, um, you want to intro this? Uh, well, we talked about it last night a little bit. So, uh, Laban Ditchburn, and I put his website in uh, the show notes on Rumble. Um, it'll go out on the, the Substack as well when I send the video out on that tomorrow morning. Um, it's uh, labondichburn.com, but uh, he's uh, he wrote a book about uh, courage. So, oh, right. he went out, and I think he's going to come he's back gonna in. Come back. Yeah. Right. All right. So maybe we'll go back not to this. Yeah. No. I've got another one I've got to get to. But okay. Let me run back. We're gonna go back to this. Because I, I there is one other video <laughs> I wanted to show you all. Because I do have another crazy one that you're all gonna go, wait a minute. No. And as soon as I find it, give me a second. I can't remember which one it was. I think uh, this one. Yes. All right. And you have to go back to sharing because I. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Gotcha. Relax. It's all good, ma'am. We got it. We're going to play this video real quick because this is a good one. And you guys are going to laugh your balls off. I'm sure. The astronaut. Hold on. Let me bring it up. And we'll have some fun before Levon comes on. Or however you pronounce his name. Laban? Laban. Laban. More Laban. I don't know. Laban? I, I don't know either. All right. This will be fun, though. You guys will enjoy Shots this. from the Challenger are still alive. There's a claim that six of the seven crew members are alive, and some kept their names. Francis Richard Scobie. They look very similar. They both have that, like, one slanted eye. It is really fucking weird that these people sort of look alike, and they have the same exact name. Like, what are the chances on that? Like, people can look alike. You know? Me and Brad Pitt. We have different names, though. These people have the same exact name. So here's the next one. Michael J. Smith. Yeah, dude, that's him. That looks like him too. The fucking big teeth, the fucking forehead. It also says he was 40 years old when he died in the explosion. If you were alive today, he'd be 69 years old. And that's how old Professor Michael J. Smith is. Dude! But why would they do this? Why would they do it? Why? We don't know why, but the government is always doing something. The astronauts from the Challenger... I'm just saying, where these guys, Dick Scobie, all of a sudden reappears and wait a minute. Yep. And then uh, another Why? guy had a, a supposedly had a twin brother that, or a brother that looked just like him that was never around until after the Challenger exploded. Look, I was a fucking kid. You were a kid. Mm -hmm. I remember it very in distinctly. In fifth grade. Mm -hmm. when, well, you were in fourth grade. I was in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. In fifth grade, 
when the challenger no, exploded uh, okay you were it was, it was mm, summer after because i was living yeah, in I london was in fifth grade. i was living in london and we came home um and we were staying with my aunt margaret out on long island all i know is and my cousin i school. remember sitting there going holy shit and they brought when i saw the teacher roll the tv stand into the the classroom mm -hmm. with the, we were like packing our stuff because we were getting out of school it yeah. was the end of school year when that shuttle mission took off yep and we were packing our stuff getting ready to get out of school and then we're watching the space shuttle just blow into pieces mm -hmm. yet these guys and they put all the tinfoil on to be dramatic mm -hmm. i get it that's funny it was kind of funny but they found real pictures of these guys mm -hmm. like oh people have done a exist. pretty deep dive into this like krista mccullough is like uh she's a psychology professor in new york or something yeah i heard something about that too. yeah it was like yeah we can hide everybody in new york shit like that yeah pretty like, much holy fuck. um you see where the fuck? i know i had more in here i'm just gonna find it it's way down here if it is this might be really old yeah i think this is okay this is all shit from way back before the back in the day when we were still looking anyway uh we'll move on we yes. got other stuff too because we still he isn't back yet he's restarting his okay. computer what uh i sent I him an email what folder? go to what um foldy go to uh no not that one F uh, fuck around or find out is that got shit in it no Oh, no. You know what? Go to Racism 101. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We got some racism. We have there? a Racism 101 no, right off the bat. We have racism out there? No, no, we don't. That's impossible. We have no racism out there. I was told that there's no racist stuff in the Amer in America. Oh, but it's the view. Oh, well, then there's racist stuff. Yeah. My bad. You're right. Touche, madame. Mm -hmm. My bad. Um, do you have this? Yeah, it's in alphabetical order, but since you don't know your alphabet, go up. To yeah, R, I down below P, P, P R. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I didn't see it. I couldn't see it. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, All right, let me get rid of some of these funny. screens real quick because we got a bunch of screens here. Okay. All right. And he's one of these he's, guys who, you know, he's like Clarence Thomas, black Republican who believes in pulling yourself by your bootstraps rather than to me understanding the systemic racism that African Americans face in this country and other minorities. He doesn't get it. Neither does uh, Clarence. Right. And that's why they're Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I I, I, She's talking about Tim I, Scott no, there, no, by the way. I have a question for her real quick. Mm -hmm. Tim right. Scott and Clarence no, Hollis, no, they, no, don't have, they don't know how to be black. Stop. Okay. Stop. Other than her calling Tim Scott and Clarence Thomas Uncle Toms, that's the first thing she did, which I'm sorry if you didn't hear that. That's mm -hmm. what she said. Okay. That was El Numero Uno. All right. But I have, I have a really, I got, I got a huge question about this. Where Tim Scott and Clarence Thomas, neither one of them are, you know, Tim Scott just announced that he's running for office. Clarence Thomas isn't running for any office. What's, 
why are they why are they targets of her aggression and a and b where does she get off bringing a racist charge against either one of them well they're black republicans and she's a white liberal so she gets off doing anything she wants literally gets i mean exactly look like she enjoyed it all right all right try this again yes all right all right we'll bring him in can you hear us sir i put it somewhere a bit higher then welcome to the show hello how you doing can you hear us he can't he cannot hear us how are you can you hear us hey hey there we go how you doing yeah, it's a it's a live thing, so don't I'm worry less, about it. Just... Um... Oh, I think we have a little lag. It's okay though. I'm gonna um, just switch over to a 5G Wi-Fi thing here, guys. Go for it. Sorry about this. Is this this is live now? Yeah, yeah. you're fine. Don't yeah, worry. You're you're good. You're no different than any other guys. We've ever had. <laughs> I think You'd think I was in a third world country, but um, I'm in Las Vegas. <laughs> no, kind of no, the actually, same. that's the same thing. Oh, the internet sucks in Vegas. Yeah, it does. Unless you're on fiber, the internet is terrible in Vegas. Yeah, we lost them again. Not quite. Frozen, though. All right. Well, as soon as he comes back, yep. we'll bring him back up. We'll figure that out. But till then... Yeah, no, I, I, where does she get off? That's my first question because she plays it off like she's the one who's been oppressed her whole entire life. Well, I mean, she's a white liberal woman. So, of course, she has been in her own mind. I, I was about to say, when I mean, you know, you bitch at me, you yell at me because I put you up on a pedestal. I do. And what's her deal? Would you women do something about your own? I do not claim her as a woman. <laughs> okay. I'm not a biologist. <laughs> That's not what she said. <laughs> Either way. Okay. We'll get rid of her. Moving right along. What's the next one? Are we in fuck around? Oh, we are. We're going to fuck around. Sweet. Yeah. Hey, if you go going to fuck around, you know you're going to find something good. It's going to be something good there. Oh, well, we still work with our guest. This is what happens at the middle of the program. It happens at the beginning, too, because the intros, we play 15 minutes of music first. True. So, you know. This is true. All right. We'll try this. As, as you talk about a lot, I talk about, you know, knowing what you can talk about on stage, because I sort of think this is funny, but I don't know if the audience would. But I am being sort of humorous, but not kidding, when I say I now give the planet seven years. I used to be like 30. Right. Then how do you see us keeping up this pace and for how long? It's so interesting you put it that way because it sounds to me like what they've always said since I've lived out here about earthquakes. Right. Which is like, oh, the big one is coming. The fault. The fault. And it, I mean, the big one is coming. Yeah. There, there, there's no doubt about that. Well, climate change is not the big one. No, I'm talking about an earthquake. Yeah. I'm just making an analogy because I thought it was interesting the way you put it. And I have had that feeling since I moved here about the earthquakes, which is, 
okay, you keep saying we're due and then we're really due. And in the last 10 years, going back almost 10 years, I remember people saying, um, maybe not in so many words, but letting the people who will kind of could read between the lines know, this is going to come in the next 10 years. And now we're almost up to that 10 year point when I, before, when I heard that. Yeah. So like, it's the same thing with global warming and the destruction of the planet environmentally. Is it going to happen? Yes, I believe it is too. Seven years, probably not, but possibly. Like we're spinning the wheel on it. It could be seven or it could be 70 or it could be never because they figure out how to fucking foil it. Yeah. Or maybe they were, I mean, look, they're, they're not always right about, I wish they would stop predicting uh, environmental repercussions because they've done it a lot and it hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Like in 2003, James Hansen, the NASA guy was like, if we don't completely reverse what we're doing. Does that not sound like it almost sounds like he is battling his own internal demons. Yeah. Does it not? Yeah, it does. I mean, it sounds like he's, well, he's starting to find some courage. Let's see if, uh, if Laban's Laban's internet is working in Vegas, which is All always right. a rough well, one. We're going to do this. All right. Nope. That doesn't seem N good. No, that, uh, that's not good at all. So we're just going to let that sit, but he does seem like he's like, he just connected two big dots. He's like, look, we've had all this talk about global warming. We've had all this talk about massive earthquakes, this, that, and the other thing. Um, maybe, maybe just, just maybe we shouldn't predict anything. Well, maybe what you're talking about is bullshit science i am just throwing it out there for a friend because people are afraid to say it nobody wants to say it to include like any of the big any of the big fucking right side broadcasters for instance i'll give you a perfect example ah there we go there he is can you hear us now sir tell me tell Next. me patriot party that this is working yes we can hear you oh my god Goodness gracious me. I do apologize. No worries. We go with the flow around here. Hey, good to meet you guys. You good as well. You, you sound Australian. You would be half correct. I'm half half, Kiwi, half Australian. Okay. New Zealand. New Zealand, bro. New Zealand. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, he's I was the close. All Blacks. I was he's close. the All Blacks. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow. Well, New Zealand, we, you know, we often uh, joke, it's not really a joke that Australia reverted to its original prison state. Um, yeah. New in, Zealand's in the really last few years. So they don't care. Yeah. And New Zealand, they tried to do the same thing. And, and y'all said, nah, there. Y'all danced. <laughs> why, do you, why do you think we absconded to Mexico? My wife and I. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We got out of there in September and October 2021. And there's a great story behind that if you're interested in hearing. But um, by all means, tell us. That country's dead to me for now. <laughs> Well, that's a strong. Hold on, we have a we have a clip for that. Stand by. <laughs> the whole strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, where do I even begin with this, Stuart? So I, I'm from New Zealand. I spent 20 years there, moved to Melbourne when I was about 21. My father's from Australia and lived a, a wonderful life in, in Melbourne. And it often won the most livable city in the world. It used to compete with uh, Vancouver, interestingly enough. And I don't know that there's anyone on the stream yard that would agree that either of those two places would be the most livable city in the world right now. But my, my wife, who's uh, an Australian citizen, but she was born in Russia, she had to fly back to her hometown in a place called Sakhalin, just north of Japan. And uh, in order for her to leave the country in September 2021, as an Australian citizen, she needed to apply for a special uh, permission from the Australian government. Now, if I could share something super personal with you guys and the audience, sure. just to, to, for context. So the reason that, that Anna had to go back to Russia so urgently was because she was subpoenaed by the Russian police because about uh, two weeks earlier, she'd been able to finally talk to her mother about some childhood sexual abuse she experienced at the hands of her stepfather. And as a result of the abuse from like 15 until she was 21, there was two pregnancies uh, from him and two underground illegal abortions to keep it hush-hush. Unfortunately, one of the, uh, the illegal abortions damaged the uterine wall and has contributed to uh, 18 consecutive miscarriages that my wife and I have had together. And and uh, she was finally able to open up to her mother in, in September of 2021. And her mother went full mama bear mode and nearly killed the guy. But she called the police and got the police involved. And so the Russian police wanted to rush Anna there to testify because the way that they, the criminal system works over there, it's very hard to go to court unless it's likely they're going to win. So she needed to get uh, the polygraph examinations, physical examinations, and a litany of other tests. Given all that information to the Australian government, they still rejected the first application for her to go to Russia. They said that's not a good reason to leave Australia. Se the, the second attempt was successful, and that was only after being incredibly resourceful and finding a number of Facebook groups that were uh, giving people great advice on how to get out of the country. The conditions of leaving Australia were this. You had to be out of the country for three months, right, as citizens. And when you did come back, you had to pay the $4,500 for the 14-day prison camp. So now Anna and I weren't married at this time, so she got out of the country. And because if we'd been married, I would have been able to get a visa faster to go to Russia, but I, I, we just weren't married, so I couldn't make it happen. And here I am stuck in Melbourne. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get out? My book, which was due for release later that year, uh, my publisher, her husband was a, a very, very high-powered attorney, and he wrote a letter demanding that I be made available for the Frankfurt Book Fair in Germany, uh, the Frankfurt Book Messer, which is the largest book fair in the world um, as part of my business. And they rejected the first application, the second application, and the third one, they finally relented and let me go. So Anna was in Russia. She'd gone through this incredible, you know, very stressful situation where she's being put through the mill and the, the case never went to court, but she was able to be interviewed on a very large uh, magazine over there that went viral and the guy is 
his his he's ruined the the guy the stepfather and uh got his his calm his karma um as deserved and and so i'm in i'm in germany and in in germany and, and uh anna says come and meet me because i've got this gynecological examination i'd love for you to be there to try and help make this baby and so i ship my passport via express post back to australia where i can get my russian visa and the day after i send it uh russia closes its border to the rest of the world because of covid and then two days after that germany shuts its border to covid to the rest of the world and so here i am i'm stranded in in berlin at this point and as in russia we don't want to go back to australia and I'm like, where the hell can we go? And so, like, where can I go non-vaxxed and, and no PCR? And, like, Mexico was the only place on planet Earth that was open. And I'd been on a boys' trip there in 2011 where we drove from Mexico City to Playa del Carmen, which is just near Cancun for those that are interested. And beautiful part of the world. And I said, babe, right? You, you know what it's like then. And so after many attempts later, we reunited about, um, seven and a half weeks later in Cancun airport. And I'm getting probably a little bit emotional thinking about that that reunion because of what was involved in terms of the totally unnecessary stress just to leave my own country of citizenship. And so it's a big one of those to the Australian government right now. And, and um, it might be a little while before I decide to even consider going back. That, that, you know, um, I got a lot of, my family is all Irish. So I have a lot of family. Um, actually, three quarters of my family actually resides in Australia now because uh, they got kicked out of Ireland because they were on the other side. Um, they were on the other side of the royalty. and They, they were on the side up, that lost. Yeah, they ended up in Australia anyway, uh, in the prison colony, which is yeah. quite comical. Um, but um, one of my uncle's who's a doctor down there. He's our keeper of the family tree. It's quite comical. He always talks about it. Uh, he said, Hey, if you plan on ever inviting me to a family reunion, make sure that you give me 22 months in advance. And I said, 22 <laughs> months in advance for what he said, that's just so I can clear the Australian government. I was like, Oh shit. Y'all ain't doing too well down there. We're doing better here in America than y'all doing in Australia. I agree. I agree. And, and unfortunately, uh, what's happened is that the, the fear that overtook uh, both New Zealand and Australia, in particular the southern states, so uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Western Australia um, on the other side, there's been a, uh, a, a real fear that's gripped people that has unrelented and the, the energy of the place has completely shifted. So the kind, upbeat, she'll be right, mate, has really diminished. And I know many, many people that have left and moved to, to places like Queensland to get away from that do, energy. Do you believe that started with COVID or do you believe that started when they took your firearms away? Because I've often well, asked many Australians about this. And there's a lot of Aussies that will tell me that when they took our firearms away, that was the worst day of our life. Well, it's a great question, and here's the thing, guys. Like, I was asleep for many years, so I was I was the really the opposite of what who I am now, and uh, probably pretty left leaning in hindsight, 
And it was only when I got my, my health sorted, went through a big transformation, kicked the drugs and the alcohol and the gambling and the philandering and the limiting beliefs, and the negative self-talk that I started to awaken. And, I, and going through my own health journey uh, for 17 years, I had this incurable autoimmune disease, which I fixed in four days by watching a functional medicine doctor on Joe Rogan's podcast in 2016 talk about the link between gluten intolerance and heartburn. And, and I, so I was like, what else are these guys wrong about? And then so when the whole COVID thing kicked off, I was naturally very skeptical. And so it, in terms of answering your question, COVID was the first major event that Australia experienced, at least to the best of my knowledge, that forced people to, to have to stand up. And without the guns or the threat of guns to the to the establishment, you're right. They were just they completely submitted, and you can see now how the prison camps in World War Two happened. You can see how the Holocaust happened, and and I've been fortunate. I had Vera Sharav, who you guys would have heard of. Uh, yeah, we've had, her on. Rain, we've had her on. Right? Mm -hmm. What like what an incredible woman who's warning of it happening again. Like how much, yes. how much more of a heads up, right? And, and when you look at the, like there was a massacre in New Zealand in Christchurch, which is where I'm from. An Australian guy gunned down about 52 mainly Muslim people in mosques. You guys remember this? Yep. And, and I was talking to some, some people here in Las Vegas um, that are awake about this event. You know, he was broke and a bit of a loner and all of a sudden he turns up with high-powered weapon, modified, lots of ammunition, lots of like high-tech equipment and guns down all these people. It's like, this doesn't happen in Christchurch. And it was such a shock. So I think that type of event has made people sort of question other events around the world. You, you just happened to be in the city in which a person walked into supposedly a hotel room with cases, cases and cases of guns ammo to include they even had people from the hotel staff helping them load it into his room all these guns all this ammo and supposedly from a hotel up there he killed a whole bunch of people down in the strip yet they found brass from his gun almost a mile and a half away from where he was that's right there in vegas where you're at right now Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay, yes. It would have been the Mandalay Bay shooter. Yes. Which then they call the Route 31. They keep changing the name Route of it, 91. trying to memory. Yeah, Route 91. They keep changing the name of the shooting, trying to memory hole it. Yes. So confuse people. That's you know, it's funny that you bring that up and you just happen to be in the city where the same thing that happened in Christchurch happened in Vegas. Where you would never even believe that this could have taken place took place with more cameras and everything and nobody got it on film. It's weird. Very weird. It's funny you bring that up. Well, if you remember that the guy now, just for, just for clarity and, and, and alignment, uh, I wasn't in Christchurch when it happened. I was in Melbourne, but, but like I used to ride that route to school. Like I know exactly where it was, right? I, it was like one of the most incredible things I'd ever witnessed. And the guy live streamed it on Facebook and and I, I watched it before they took it down. And it was one of those things that will stay with me forever. It was like watching a first-person shooter game. It was like your eyes didn't believe what it was seeing. And when, if you know anything about Christchurch, right, it's, uh, it's English-styled 
designed buildings, or it was before the earthquakes at least. That's another story. And the people that there are predominantly pretty humble. They love a beer, you know, love their sport. It was such a shocking thing for, for Christchurch. It's so out of character. And it just makes you question, like, like you say, with this the Mandalay Bay shooter, like, where, where, why, why is this happening? Straight after that, Jacinta Ardern, who will go down in history as one of the worst humans on planet Earth, right? Well, I don't want to make this a wholly negative thing. That's debatable. But, we don't um, know that she's human. <laughs> right, right. I said one of, one of, right? Yeah. Now, the, <laughs> human, the human part is debatable. <laughs> Sorry, got you. I'm with you. One of the worst lizards on planet Earth. And then did an, uh, they did a buyback, I think, and, and did an amnesty for guns. And, of course, people get caught up mm-hmm. in the emotion. And, you know, New Zealanders are very obliging. Australians are very obliging. They're, they're very, you know, they want to help out. And this is where a lot of this virtue signaling stuff came, came from with regards to masks and vac- vaccines and stuff. So the, the great traits about Kiwis and Aussies became their worst their own worst enemy during during the pressure time. So it'll be interesting to see how these countries bounce back. Um, and they will eventually, I hope, but for now, not a place I want to spend any time at all. Actually, the Kiwis, the, the, the one thing I loved, we showed a video, and maybe you can maybe you can add something to this. We showed a video a while ago, and you guys were doing a haka right in front of the fucking Capitol. And I was impressed out of all get out because I've been to an all blacks game. I've watched a rugby game with the all blacks. I've watched them walk out in the middle of the field and do their haka and basically tell the other team, look, we're about to kill you or we're going to get as close as legally possible. And it's it's intimidating to be on the other side of the ball and see that. That is not something you want to see the people you're going to fight against. Like standing there going, look, we're going to get hurt, but you guys are going to die. And I'm sorry. I love that part of the – I've always loved that part of New Zealand. But when I watched all of the people outside the palace there in New Zealand doing that along the fence line, I was like, man, if you're a politician in New Zealand right now, you're doing two physical things. You are shitting and you are running as fast <laughs> as you can to get the fuck away from what's about to happen to you. Well, I think this was the most surprising thing about the way that New Zealand responded during the whole COVID thing, right? It was it was so mind-blowing to see them just keel over. And don't get me wrong, there's lots of amazing people there that are awake and have been fighting you know as hard as they can but you know shut down social media hammered lockdowns were very very strict threat of losing your job uh you know really played into that hand and it all comes down to the one thing no guns no guns in australia no guns in new zealand and look what happened whereas you guys have got them and it wasn't quite so bad well, no, no, no! Don't, 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 don't even go down that road just yet. We yeah, don't know they're yet. still, they're, they're still, still trying, trying to take them. They're still trying. They're still they... trying. It doesn't. It, we we don't stop fighting for it, and that's. Uh, I, I guess you know. I always wonder because I ask people all over the world, "What's it like when your government doesn't fear anything?" Our government. Well, I don't know if they fear anything anymore. Any, honestly, I, I don't think they do. But 
back in the day, our government used to fear the populace. They said, hey, we work for the populace. That's our job. That's the way it's supposed to be. I believe that's the way it's supposed to be in every democratic nation across the world, whether you're in Australia, whether you're in New Zealand, whether you're in uh, Uruguay, it doesn't matter. That's the way a democratic nation rules. It rules by the consent of the governed. And the only way that it exists is because you all allow it to exist. The day that it starts doing shit against you, you stand up and take it over and say, nope, no more. You don't stand for us because you're not you're not doing what we're doing. Yeah, but that day is long come and gone and no one stood up. For many sides. And it's like the old uh the old adage of the link in the chain. If you take a dog and you take away a link every day before you before the dog can even bitch, its neck is pinned against a tree. So here right now, especially with where you guys are at, you guys are already there. Your neck's against a tree. I mean, you can't do anything. They're talking about lockdowns again. They're talking about masking again. They're already locking Australia down again. I'm fucking blown away. Yeah. 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 They're 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 locking down Australia again? Yes. Yeah. Where? Where? For COVID. Yeah. Well, we heard it on, I don't know. We heard it on on libtarded media. So. I don't know. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, that, they're talking that's about surprising. Australia down again for COVID. So can I share a, just a random theory that I think might play into the, what, you, what you're talking about? Do you, do you ever hear those stories of people that win the lottery that are broke and they win like 300 million bucks or 50 yes. million bucks and then, then what happens like within a few years? They're broke again. Everybody and their mother right. comes and sucks off the tit. Right. And then and then you're right, they're broke. And and uh, back to square one. Think about the way they've been printing money. Right? If you're in government and you know that you just like inflation's going crazy and we can print whatever we want, there's a belligerence that comes with that, I think, for people that aren't grounded and have a connection to source. And and I think that's kind of just gone like this in the last few years. And I think the time that it will change is when the financial shit hits the financial fan and there is no more money. So because accountability is going to go through the roof, whereas you can just buy your way out of a lot of the challenges. So I have no hard data behind this. It's just an intuitive thing. Like it just seems like that seems like what was happening. They did, you know, they were printing money in Australia, like it was going out of fashion as well. And and then they reelected Dan Andrews, the guy that, put us all in the lockdown like some kind of beaten subservient dog and uh, i don't know i just think once the money runs out i think things will shift and people will be more inclined to push back because they'll be they'll be hungry and they'll be angry you know more angry the the, well that 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 is coming due here in one week i was about to say that is that is because australia bases you guys base your economy a lot off of what america does and when we go tits up here in about a week um you all are fucked and everybody in new zealand everybody that's bought into the liberal regime is fucked i mean the ccp on saturday put in a bid to make uh, the, the yuan, yeah, the, the, yuan. the global currency instead of the dollar. Yes. Because they see what's coming and yeah. they already own our debt. So they're like, well, just might as well make the yuan the, the global currency because the dollar is going to be worthless here in a week. So so what's, what's, what's going to happen in a week? What do I need to prepare for? 
So, well, right now we're in a debt ceiling negotiations, supposedly. Biden came back from Japan a day early. Um, of course, I don't think it was actually Biden because apparently the, the photographers um, didn't make it. No, no. They, they, as he's walking down the stairs, his boobs were bouncing so predominantly. It was pretty obvious it was a woman in a Biden mask. I'm not even kidding. Okay. Um, <sighs> But uh, they they need to raise the debt ceiling. The Republicans who control the purse strings in Congress have actually passed a bill and to put it at the spending of uh, last year, 2022, um, cut back some of the the Green New Deal shit that they've pushed through. And uh, and the and Biden says, no, absolutely not. Biden Um, this afternoon, he wants a blank. He wants a blank check. Yeah, they they finished the meeting early and they're not going back to the table. Um, He just wants a blank check. He just wants to spend as much money as they can print. And they don't even need to print it anymore because it's all digital. Yep. Um, Come here on the 1st of July because we've already run out of money. They've been robbing Peter to pay Paul. Right. They're just they're, they're playing a shell game with funds to try and make this interest payment and that interest payment come here in one week. They will not be able to make their massive balloon interest payment on our debt. Um, and we will default for the second time. They keep saying it's the first time, but we actually defaulted on our debt in the sixties as well. So we'll default for the second time and we'll lose our a plus plus. Oh, we've already been downgraded. So we'll lose our a minus credit rating, um, as a, a world power a corporation essentially and well, uh be a world power anymore yeah that and, and that'll be it so then um then the, oh they'll start shutting down systems you know like right now my my battery in my cars is getting old um you know it's like 10 years old and and as it's kind of running out of juice it's it's shutting down peripheral systems to keep the the actual car running you know so like my screen on my dash isn't isn't working and you know my my usb plugs aren't working the the car still runs they've been doing that for the last three months pretty soon here the car's just going to stop running and i'm going to need to change the battery um pretty soon here the united states is just going to stop running and they're going to need to change the financial system entirely which is the battery which is the battery gotcha (laughs) yeah what's uh what's the good news (laughs) (laughs) oh you wanted good news hold on they call me the mother of the apocalypse for a reason i'm not sure that there's good good news no there is good news there is good news we found a chick on instagram with three tits yep I sure did. I found a chick on Instagram with three tits. No bullshit. Yep. I found it. I. It's real. Total Recall is real. It's happening. It's right in front of your face. You just don't see it yet. Dead serious. Oh. Like 10 years ago, if you said that, I would have been absolutely horrified and shocked. Now, I've just been so desensitized. Every terrible thing out there, it's like, oh, oh, it's not even that unimaginable anymore. Yeah. So, well, first of all, you, you had a one of the things we were we were looking forward to, and I was dying to actually get you on because after I found out the name of your book, I was like, "Oh well, shit!" It's um, it, it's a what? It's I'm sorry. What is it, the name of your book? Is what um um be be what you are, or be all that, or something like that? Bet on you. Bet on you. Uh, bet bet on, on you. you. That's right. But it's about what's it about? Courage. Courage. Right. I, I was dying for this one because I want to hear this. So tell me something in your book. What did you find? 
apart from healing and catharsis, uh, no, I just got into that. So you can't go there yet. That's you're a little bit more advanced than I am. I just started the healing phase of the cathartic bullshit. I'm just there. So the courage part is what I'm interested in. Where did, what did you, what are you saying? I, I guess I haven't read the book yet. So you know that. Um, cause I, I really haven't. She just, dumped this on me the other day and it said, Oh, Hey, by the way, we got this guy coming. I was like, Oh, great. I haven't <laughs> had a chance to read his book yet. Thanks. Joy. Normally she's pretty good about that. She drops out like three weeks out, especially when I got to read a book. Um, nah. I didn't get a chance. Long story short, what are in your book? I'm dying to know because I was like, when she dumped this on me, I was like, courage. That's an interesting topic to bring up on this show because you already know what I did. And I, don't know i i don't know anything about you so i'm interested to find out let's just say that mick would be an excellent person to take care of your wife's stepdaddy okay because um there was there was a lot of that going on in afghanistan when he was serving over there um and and he took care of it he changed the entire culture to the point where Afghans no longer squat to piss because they might get their balls shot off. That was from him. Yeah, that's literally what I did to him. <laughs> I shot him in the dick. That's literally what I did. When I saw him squatting to pee, I took their balls off. That was my job. He's way ahead of his time. We're, we're trying to get him a, a doctor, an actual doctorate, so he can do um, gender you know, transition surgery, surgery from a mile away. <laughs> You just saved someone about three months of prep and surgery and stuff. It's just gone in one flash. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, first and foremost. And and I know we're sort of making light and joking the stuff, but the 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 book came about because, and I touched on some of my journey earlier, right? I I found myself in 2015 at sort of bouncing along the floor of rock bottom and grinding to a halt finally. And this is when I was back in Australia in Melbourne and I was on my laptop one night about midnight. I had about three bottles of appropriately priced Pinot Noir coursing its way through my veins. And I was gambling on a horse race in a country that I wasn't in, spending money that wasn't mine. And I had this epiphanous moment where I realized that the life that I was living was not the life that I imagined as a young man. And in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen was a phone number for the gambler's helpline. And without even thinking, I just called this number and I spoke to this woman whose last name I'll never know, but her first name was Mary. And I'll just call her Mary Magdalene because she was my guardian angel, whether she realized it or not at that time. And she listened to me without judgment for the first time in my life. All my dysfunction stemmed from being a child of divorce uh, when I was about three and a half and being used as a pawn for custody battles and foster homes and, and all the stuff that goes along with, with you know, a, a messy divorce. And so I used escapism behavior as a kid, TV, movies, computer games. And then as I became an adult, became alcohol and, and gambling and drugs and sex, right? And and it wasn't working out for me. And I, but I was high functioning. I still had a good paying job and I my boss liked me and I posted messages on people's Facebook pages and, you know, paid my taxes and all that stuff. And when I was able to verbalize this to Mary Magdalene, she just listened with the patience of a saint that she was. She let me finish. And she, said, she shared with me something really 
terrifying. And she shared with me that, that problem gamblers experience rates of suicide far higher than the other addictions. And that really put the fear of God into me at that time. And, and she very kindly put me in touch with a gambling psychologist. And I got access to this amazing woman, Lee, for a year and a half for free, which was paid for by the taxes of gambling losses. So for the first time in my gambling career, I was actually up for once. And in the first session, she asked me questions about my mum and I just broke down and, and had this big emotional release. And that started this healing journey that took place from then until really a couple of years ago. And it's still still growing and still developing. But I was able to to knock the drink and well, the drugs and the well, gambling well, and the time stuff. Out. Time out. Well, wait a minute. What do you mean just till a couple? Dude, you're in Vegas right now, right? You're in Vegas, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, but- Okay, stop. If you've overcome your gambling addiction and you're in Vegas right now, let me tell you something. That you're not you're not in the muck anymore. You're above the muck. You've raised yourself to that level. You're above that level now. I I yeah, yeah I've got nothing but hats off for you cuz that's that's a tough shit. That's so, a tough thing for anybody to do. I don't give a fuck let, who you are. Let me ask you this. You ever been woken up in the middle of the night to the sound of the most pure bell you've ever heard? the most pure bell I've ever heard? Like a bell, a, a sound, um, almost like a gong. Normally it's about 3 a.m. If you've woken up out of a dead sleep at 3 a.m., you've looked over at your clock at 3 a.m., you've heard the bell. I, I ask you this because you said something before about, about connection to the source and what what you've said in, in your story here and um, speaking about that woman like Mary Magdalene tells me that God found you. It wasn't a matter of you overcoming your addiction. It was a, a matter of you, of, of God finding you and you becoming whole. Or listening. I, I love that. I really love that. And I, I, I would agree. I, you know, I, I'm not, I don't identify as religious in any capacity, but I'm a very, very spiritual guy. And Religion is designed to keep us apart. Religion is designed, religion is literally so that someone who doesn't know you can tell you what you're supposed to think about God rather than you speaking to God yourself and letting God tell you what you're supposed to think about God. Well, yeah, I, 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 amen. I really, I really resonate with that a lot. And, and, and I promise you there's a there's a reason why I'm telling you guys this in relation to the book. So um, seven years sober this August, August 26th, not a drop, longer for gambling, uh, longer for drugs. And been happily married for a year. We got married in Las Vegas last year. My wife doesn't drink either. She doesn't do drugs. Um, and given what she went through, she'd be well within her rights to have had some major addictive behaviors. But throughout this healing journey, as my my physical health improved and my mental health improved and my spiritual health improved, you kind of get to a point where you realize that the job that you're doing, which for me, I used to work in HR or, or recruitment, right? I did it for 14 years. It was deeply, deeply unrewarding. And it was in February or March of 2020 when the shit hit the fan, I was working in, with a company after having gone with my tail between my legs to earn some money after a failed recruitment business uh, in 2019. I nearly went bankrupt like four times. I was like, 
I knew I wanted to be a speaker. I knew I had some kind of message, and but I needed some money. So I took this job back in February. I was there for seven weeks. Then COVID hit, and, and we were made redundant. So we were trapped in our homes at this point, and I was like, I need a way to get my message out into the world, right? So I created this podcast series, and about eight episodes in, I reached out to a hero of mine, a guy called Les Brown. You guys ever heard of Les Brown, motivational speaker? Yep. So I, I, I cold called him, right? And this is what I've become known for. And he picked up the phone. And he said, I oh, love speaking in that big, beautiful chocolate voice. I said, Les Brown? He said, yes, it is. I said, Les Brown, it's Laban Ditchburn from Melbourne, Australia here. He said, well, how can I help you, Laban? I said, Les, I'm a huge fan of you and your work. And I'm also the host of an amazing podcast series called Become Your Own Superhero Podcast. And I'd be honored if you came and shared your amazing story with our audience. When are you available? And he said, well, when are you thinking, boy? And I said, to be honest, Les, whenever you're available, probably works with me. This guy charges $200,000 for a keynote in some cases. He was married to Gladys Knight, regarded as one of the greatest of our generation in his, in his space. And I had eight episodes in the can and 10 subscribers on my YouTube channel at this time. I think five of them were family, most of whom have unsubscribed. And so he comes on and we, I recorded this on Zoom as well. And I asked him, I said, hey, Les, uh, what do you think of the name of the podcast? Become your own superhero. And the way that Les speaks, if you haven't heard of Les Brown, get on YouTube after this and just punch in Les Brown and just be, have your life changed. He's amazing. The way he described the name of the show was so humbling that I just felt so connected and moved by what he said that I just verbally diarrheaed my story of transformation to him and just all the stuff that I've just shared with you guys there. And he, and he just listened with the patience of a saint. They say the, the power is in the listener. And let me finish. And he just said, congratulations, Laban. I said, thanks, Les. He goes, do you have a book? And I went, no. He goes, if you're going to be a speaker, you need a book to help with your credibility. And I was like, right. He goes, tell me, Laban, who was the most influential person in your life when you were five years of age? Man, I've never been asked this question before. I even thought about it. And I was like, holy shit. Despite her many, many, many flaws, it'd be my mum, who I didn't have a, a great relationship with at that time at all. And he said, well, what attributes did you get from your mother? And I thought about this for the first time. And I was like, man, she was actually unconditionally loving and she was deeply spiritual and generous. And uh, writing, he's writing all these things down. He looks up at me and he says, Laban, this is a God moment. He said, I'm going to show you how to monetize your purpose. And for the next 10 minutes, he reads back to me this blueprint for this book that he wants me to write called Bet on You. He said, Laban, you're going to write the book. You're going to turn the book into a keynote. You're going to turn the keynote into a three-day retreat. And even if you muck this up, you're going to make multiple six figures next year. He said, and I'm going to interview you on my my social media platform with 4 million followers and Laban, I'm going to write the forward to your book. Now this was mid May, 2020. I never finished school. I failed high school. I never went to college, never written anything. Mid May, 2020, I said, Les, if you're going to write the forward to my book, I'll have it to you by June 30, 2020. And when you make a promise to someone like Les Brown, you don't let them down. So six weeks I wrote 30,000 words of the first draft and delivered it to his inbox and completely changed my life in the process. Les gave me this wonderful gift and I will forever be indebted to him. But the reason for writing the book wasn't for credibility for me. 
It wasn't to have a book. It wasn't just to, for an ego thing. It was for a way for me to articulate what I've gone through using powerful anecdotes of credibility. It's not a finger-waggling exercise at all. I only talk about what I've been able to achieve and what I've been able to do, and I, it's all bare bones. And I lay it all out there because, like Les Brown says, what people think of me is none of my spiritual business. And so I reclaimed a lot of my power back in documenting my journey, and there's some pretty outrageous stuff in there, right, um, you know, compared to your average person. And so I wanted to write it in a storytelling fashion that would be entertaining for people. But also at the end of every chapter, there's like one or two points of these Laban's random lessons where it's like, this is my assessment of this particular story that I'm sharing with you. And the hope that people take away one thing that they can go in and start their own journey of transformation and healing. It, 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 it's weird that you, you said it that way. Um, and I, I realize you're uh, anti-drug, anti-everything. Um, before you push all drugs off, I got to be honest. I was right where you were. I was right where you were about uh, two years ago. Not even two years ago. Mick had brain surgery 18 years ago, and they told us that if he made it off the table, which would be a 50-50 shot, that he'd be dead in five years. That's uh, yeah. what they told me. I got to tell you, I, uh, after I the brain surgery, he couldn't whole, feel his foot. <clears throat> a whole other thing through, especially for PTSD and everything else. I got to tell you, there are some drugs out there that I think we need to take off of the illegal rack and move them to the not so illegal rack. Like, but Hey, prescription. Good to go. Stuff that grows out of the ground that you don't have to process and there's no chemicals in it or anything like that. Those I don't consider drugs. Those I consider God's medicine. Oh, goodness. That's different yeah. from the synthetic, highly processed drugs that cut you off from source, that calcify your pineal gland, that shut you down, mm -hmm. um, that attract demonic attachments. I mean, all this, you know, I mean. There's a all, lot of all, shit out there that. that a lot of people don't believe um, in that they don't see it until somebody speaks about it. For instance, what you just spoke about, about your gambling addiction, that had to be a demonic attachment that you picked up somewhere. I mean, there's, there's no other way to explain it. Where did it come from? You didn't show that when you were a kid. You didn't show that when you, normally people with addictive personalities they show that shit when they're five six seven eight years old they show the addictive personality to be a trait that carries through them with them for the rest of their life they get sucked into something that's it they have to have that one thing over and over again you never showed that until you started gambling until you ended up you picked up a demonic attachment somewhere i mean i would have to believe that that's what it was yeah well i want to make i want to make two things really clear I'm not anti-drug. I'm not anti-booze. I'm not anti-gambling at all. I'm, I'm pro-freedom. I had an unhealthy relationship with those things. And as a result, pure abstinence and dealing with the root cause of why I was using and, and exhibiting such destructive behavior was what I had to get to the bottom of. And I um, completely agree with that. And that is the most important part because when you self-identified that, you basically diagnosed yourself and said, look, I have an unhealthy attachment to this. This is taking over my life. I have to stop it, period. And Bingo. 
I, I want to bring it back to, you said you had a, what they called an incurable autoimmune disease that you cured yourself in four days after listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. Let me ask you this. Did you, did you realize, did you recognize speaking of root causes that your autoimmune disease was caused by some kind of a parasite? Because most autoimmune diseases are parasitic in nature, as are cancers. I'm big on yeah. parasites. So I'll come back to that in a second. With Now, it's not an area that I'm a genius in just yet, but I know a good amount about it, and I've deliberately interviewed a number of brilliant people on my podcast to learn more about it, right? Um, most which, autoimmune stuff... Which, before sorry. we forget... What is your podcast? Just so everybody else can hear it before we get How to be your own superhero. How to be your own superhero is this podcast. No, no, no. Become, become, become your own superhero how, podcast. Your own superhero. Superhero. Okay, sorry. Be, be, just not not how. Just become your own superhero podcast. Okay. I got you. And a, and it's on band. YouTube and all the like, audio ones. But there's also a Rumble channel for the stuff that would get me deleted off YouTube. Of course. So it's all, all right. under the same name. But the to the best of my knowledge. I absolutely believe that parasites play a role, but most autoimmune diseases start in the gut, right? Mm -hmm. There's a gut permeability issue. And once you once you remove like the the agitators or the toxins, like you remove all the seed oils and you remove the alcohol, which destroys your gut in those quantities as well, because I was a heavy drinker in the end. Like, no shit that the body starts to heal itself. The body is incredible. And as a side note, uh, my wife and I have been experimenting with extended dry fasting to help try and repair this uterine wall to try and make this baby. And mm -hmm. my wife did a 95-hour dry fast in January, but a scan mm -hmm. beforehand. So no food or water or even touching water. So it's a hard dry fast, they call it. And she grew back. 11 millimeters of her uterine wall after that that dry fast mm -hmm. and they they believe dry fasting is especially effective for parasite and bacterial like SIBO bacterial overgrowth that type of thing as well so there's something in that that you're talking about I don't know exactly what it was that fixed it or whatever but it was just the culmination of lots of different things that that healed it or put it into remission initially and then I spent the next three and a half years, I uh, adopted a carnivore diet where I cut out all plants for three and a half years, completely transformed my body. I lost 60 pounds of body fat. I put on 30 pounds of muscle and half a kilo, about a pound and a bit of skeletal bone density. So my body regenerated at, at 38, 39 years of age. I'm 42, mm -hmm. I'll be 43 in June now. Yep. I, um, I'm 46. I'll be 47 in November. And, uh, just today, I got my. I wear this. I get this stupid watch. Uh, tracks all the crap. Uh, just today, it was crazy because I weighed a myself. Yeah, it's a Garmin. I, I post the Garmin. They're actually pretty good. They're actually. Really, they're non woke. They're really non woke. So if you like the Garmin shit, mm -hmm. go get it. They're non woke. They uh, <laughs> have a male and female designator on here. There's no other option. <laughs> It's just male and female. I love it. So anyway, one of the things I loved about it was it shows me my recharge rate. And for the longest time, I had like a plus four recharge rate when I went to bed. Um, 
the last, I don't know, last two weeks or so since we, we we've even adapted our diet a further step because we've gone to distilled I, water I grow everything. and she grows everything in her garden. And we source our protein locally from like, like I drove to Texas to get a cow from someone that we know. Um, so I know we knew it wasn't, you know, MRNA my, injected and all that good stuff. My so, recharge awesome. rate last night was 16%. I was like, holy shit. I've never had a 16%. Matter of fact, the watch asked me what's wrong with you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, I don't know. But now he's gotten well, to the point where because, because we don't do anything processed. I mean, I literally go out to the garden and, and pick most of our dinner, you know, before the show and, uh, you know, sits in salt water to get the bugs out and, and, you know, whatever. And then we cook it right after the show. If he eats anything outside the house now, he gets sick. If he eats anything processed, like he gets sick, his body, his gut cannot handle it because, mm -hmm. uh, it's so, yeah. It's vitamin rich. Yeah. You gotta love it because <clears throat> so, I've, I've gained weight and I haven't gone to the gym. It's like, wait a minute, wait, you're not supposed to gain weight and not go to the gym. You actually, and he doesn't shrink. gain fat. He, I don't, he, he's gain. not one that gets fat ever. So I've gained it's muscle. It's lean. Yep. Have, have, have you guys seen the before and after photo? No, no. Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> that is outstanding. So I'm 35 on that on the fatty and then 38 on the other one. Wow. That's so, that's that's a massive life change right there. And and people treat you different when you're jacked or yeah. more healthy, right? Yeah. Massively. Life becomes infinitely easy when you when you become healthy because it's a reflection of discipline and a few other things, right? But there's one other thing that that might be of interest to to add to your list. Do you guys have grounding mats at home? Yes. Um, we don't have grounding mats. No, we we have... actually have grounding metals, but I garden in bare feet. So <laughs> perfect. So what I would recommend, so Anna and I are based out of Mexico, but we've just been on the road. We've been spent three months in India. We just arrived in the States yesterday and we took our grounding mat with us, which just plugs into the wall. Mm -hmm. And so we sleep. And with that watch that you've got, my, my resting heart rate's really good anyway because i'm a, a long distance runner um it drops about eight beats per minute sleeping on the grounding mat right well, which may not mean a lot to people but but it, it, it reduces the viscosity of your blood so your blood flows through your body better so amazing what's your, what's your normal resting because like mine drops when i go to sleep is 38 that's like the lowest it goes the lowest i've seen it goes 38 beats a minute 30 you must be fit as well that, that's really good mine's about 41 i yeah well i try to stay in as best of form as i can but yep. yes I, with 38 beats is like what my resting heart rate is when i'm awake unfortunately my resting heart rate's like 90 something which is a problem but we've been working on that it's gotten a lot better used to be a lot higher yeah, actually it used to be a lot well, higher what, once once you wear that watch for a while, it'll it'll give you your heart rate variability, and that's the one you want to pay attention. To. I think you got to wear it for six weeks. Um, to so when did you get the watch? 
I've had this for like six months now. So yep. that's interesting that you said that. I'm going to have to start exploring what this alerts me. It only alerts me when my heart rate goes over a certain amount because I've had a heart attack before. So I try to avoid that. So when my blood pressure gets going, it, it alerts me. It lets me know, hey, look, dude, you're teeter-tottering. You're going to be really bad in a second if you don't stop. And then I also have a low, low, like uber low, like anything other than other under 20, it automatically alerts me as well and so it's a solar you, one so yeah okay i presume it should have the same functions as the one i've got as well it's um, yes. mine's mine's epix but um have you had surgery and are you on statins uh, i've been on i have had uh, 38 39 total surgeries but he doesn't do any we don't I, I, we don't I, do I any um all drugs out of my system i yep. don't do any drugs no drugs you no nothing 30, 39 surgeries on your heart uh, no, no, head. no, no, no. On his head, brain my surgery. Head. Um, he he had one small surgery on his heart. Yeah, yeah. It, it, he had an ablation. Is, like it was super quick. Ah, oh, so there's nothing in there. There's no stents or anything in there. No, no. and he doesn't take any. We got him off all big pharma drugs. Yep. So nothing. Yeah, great, fantastic. Yeah. I, I figured that might be the case with you guys. Um, I think we're on the same page. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, no, I, the I, um. I, I, I wanted to are. share with you because you shared your uh, your transformation picture. I had my own transformation, and a lot of people don't believe me um, because they're always they're always shocked by this because they only see me like this now. But this this was me. If you can see that, no fatting way. Yeah, yeah. No, that was her. How much, how much weight lost, did you lose? Uh, almost 50 pounds. I lost, that was 50 pounds. I've lost another 15 since then. So 65 pounds total. Yeah. And how tall are you? Five, six. So, wow. That's amazing. Yep. Good on you, girl. That's, that's yep. incredible. That's really inspiring. 44. And that was what, two years ago. So yep. yeah, I did that when I was 42. So yeah. And I kept it off. That's yeah. And that's the big thing. Good like so you. many they go on these stupid fad diets and they're taking pills that make them look like they're 110, um, but they're skinny. Like you look like the crypt keeper, but you're skinny. Um, <laughs> but like, no, that's the best way I've ever heard it. It's actually a good thing. It's I true. Like but I look younger now than I ever did before. And uh, I don't wear any makeup and, um, it, yeah, except a little mascara because my eyelashes are blonde. But other than that, you know, like I don't look 44 and I kept all the weight off because it's not about the fad diet. It's it's the mindset. It's the, you know, it's the eating healthy. It's the really taking care of yourself, understanding what you're putting into your body and what it's going to do to you. That's such a big part of, I think, everyone's awakening right now that um, a lot of people don't really pay attention to. And not only that, you brought up fasting. I fast every day. Mm -hmm. I do it every day, just like you, probably yep. like you do. Do you do mini fasting? Is that what intermittent you, fasting it, or intermittent fasting as they call it now? They, they made it intermittent. I like don't eat breakfast and I don't eat lunch and all I eat is a dinner. And let me tell you something. If you eat a right, if you eat the right dinner and you just eat healthy snacks throughout the day, you'll lose weight faster than you can put it on. Trust me. Yeah. Preach. Um, my, my eating routine is, very inconsistent because I eat when I'm hungry and I'm, I stop when I'm full. And if I'm eating mainly animal base, which suits my body fantastically, uh, that's when the magic happens cognitively as well. Like when I wrote my book, I was doing only beef, 
black coffee and water. I cut out all dairy as well. And I my creativity went through the roof. And it makes it makes a lot of sense when you look at how the gut works. Like 85, 90% of the stomach is where uh, the dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, norepinephrine is created. Not all of it's used for the body from there, but when you like, I, I had this one period for about six weeks where I had this non sexual orgasmic feeling in my gut. I, and, I, and I interviewed a Nobel Prize winner, a guy, Professor Barry Marshall, who's an Australian guy who's a gastroenterologist. And I asked him about it. He didn't know shit, right? <laughs> like, he spent his whole life, he didn't know, he didn't know what he thought I was a nutcase. And, and, it has to be seen to be believed or felt to be believed. It's just incredible. So going back to that, your statement regarding you get sick whenever you eat outside of that, a lot of people would say, oh, you've become sensitive. No, you've become super dialed into what your body can, can handle and what it doesn't. And it's giving you that kick up the ass that you need to go back to eating clean again. That's what I've experienced. And particularly when I was in India, they've got dosa and idli and some of these traditional rice flour uh, dishes and we were being hosted by people and they're very generous over there and you kind of feel like you need to. Um, I was violently ill for about four or five days and got a couple of hemorrhoids uh, in full transparency, which went away as soon as I cut it out and did a bit of fasting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's like your body. Uh, one of the things, uh, one of the things I did uh, in the military, I went in long walks, and for whatever reason, I noticed my body operated a different way when I was exerting myself and when I wasn't. And one of the big things I noticed was the way my eating habits were. Um, one of the big things I did, I was I ate a really big meal at night. During the day, I barely ate. I would nibble here or there. It'd be like a granola bar or a, as we call them back then, a sawdust bar. And we'd chew on them and it would get us through the day. But at night, we'd actually sit down and, you know, it's that thing that it, it's weird because I've seen this combined attack against all these things that we all used to know used to be the right thing for us. For instance, we'd sit down and have a healthy meal at night with mom, dad, the family. You watch what they're doing today, whether they're in Australia, New Zealand, in America. They're coming after that one part where everybody sits down at the day. After the day, they sit down and they say, hey, what would you do today? When was the last time you saw anything promoted on TV about, hey, tonight you should sit down with your family and just have dinner? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? I, I, we, we don't hear that anymore. It they used to come exist. on the news, the news every night. Every night, 10 p.m. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? And That's because our parents used to forget about us. But it, it goes with health, though, too. Think about it. The health part is all part of that. They're trying to destroy that. I, I was but, listening to FM radio today, and for instance, they talk about this product now that you can call and they'll do the shopping for you. Send all the ingredients to your house and all you got to do is put it together. Mm -hmm. If you're so lazy that you're not going to go to the fucking supermarket and pick it up yourself, what says you're going to put all the products together and make it a dinner? Yeah. We're going right <laughs> dinner. Eating at night, it, if, you, if you eat healthy, if you think about it, it makes sense because 
the healing, the DNA repair, all of the healing, more energy is actually exerted at night as when far as your body healing when Correct. you sleep than any other time. So if you fuel your body right before you're about to expend all of that healing energy when you're sleeping, you're literally fueling your body for that healing. Whereas if you get up and you eat a big breakfast and sure, uh, it usually, you know, it used to keep you going through the day because you'd have all that protein, but now they feed kids. They've changed the whole food pyramid. They say that, that frosted flakes yeah, is now cool. Yeah. Sugary cereal is more important than eggs, you know, or is better for you than eggs. Well, if you load people up with sugar and caffeine and all these fillers first thing in the morning, and you know, you, you have to then continue that fake energy throughout the day. And by the time you get to dinner, you don't even eat a healthy meal because you're not hungry because you've just eaten shit all day and your body has no fuel to help you re-energize and heal while you're sleeping. So. I don't think I could say it any better. Anyway, um, Laban, this is a, this has been fantastic, and um, but, you come yeah, back. this this is a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, we have to go because our uh, our successive show, um, our it's friend Josh up. is coming up next. He starts early on Tuesdays, so we got to get out of here so he can get his show set up. So, so really quick, where can people find you? Where can they find your podcast? And where can they find your book? More importantly. The best advice, Laban Ditchburn is the rarest combination of those two names anywhere on planet Earth. Just punch that yes. into the internet. But what I would love to, to give people that might help them on their own journey is if they go to podcastingheroes.com, podcastingheroes.com, there's a free five-video training series on how to reach out and connect with their, their heroes and their idols. And it, it, whether you've got a podcast, whether you've got a YouTube channel or, or a TV or a live stream, we need more people like what you guys are doing to get messages like this out into the world. And there's plenty more room for people to take action and do this. And this just might be a little wee kickstart to help you along the way. Um, it's a free training, uh, podcastingheroes.com. And there's links through to all the other stuff there as well. You can't miss me. The book's all over Amazon. I've been reliably informed it's best consumed in my voice on Audible. Um, that's very subjective, but uh, there you go. It's in my rigid digital no, device. I, I, can, I can actually, they, they I, I say, can actually see that. The, I can see that. They say an Australian accent is the most pleasing accent on the planet, which is why they use it for most, um, like, books. yeah, G, GPS you know, is the, like the GPS voice, the, the female <laughs> Australian is the most cho chosen GPS voice out of any of them because they say the Australian accent is the most pleasing. So she's I can understand lovely. that. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. Well, th thank you guys for this wonderful platform and opportunity. And I just, for people that are watching real quick, if you haven't subscribed or you haven't rated the show, do this and share this with people that you care about because the only way that this message with this kind of content gets out is through organic, all right? The, the mainstream don't want to get this out. So do the needful. Give it to people you care about without any expectation and watch the magic happen. Yeah, it, it'll yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it, Thank sir. you so much. Um, yeah, we really appreciate it. And uh, We understand yeah. you had a bunch of problems. We want to bring <laughs> it back. So uh, we still had a, we got a solid hour in, though. So yeah. we're good, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get you back on. Yeah, I definitely. want to hear more. Mm-hmm.
I, I, I think we, we share a lot of the same shit. Yeah. I, I honestly do. <laughs> I think we just in different different labels. I think it's just the same shit and just different labels. Yeah. <laughs> well, once you've read the book, it'll give you a much clearer insight about who I am. And there'll be a lot of like, ah, that's 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 why. So I plan on it now. You're you're I'm 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 getting closer to being inspired to writing our book because every time I tell our story, everyone's like, Oh, you have to you need to write a book. You need to when are you writing you just a book? Told you why to and write it. I know. I'm like, man, I really, I really gotta just sit down and write the damn thing. Yeah. So anyhow. You need it, you All need right. a time, you need a date and a time to have it done by, and that'll that'll set you free. That'll motivate you. That's your motivation. If you, you if go. you write the first draft by September 30 this year, I'll write an endorsement for it. All right then. There you go, babe. Okay. You got a job now. You got it. Just the draft. You don't have to have it finished. Just the first draft. Just okay. lay like it down on paper. I can do that. S- Sounds good. Sounds good. Amen. All right. We Fantastic. appreciate it, sir. Have a great night. Excellent. Enjoy Vegas. And I got some people I, I'll, I'll I'll link you up with. I got <laughs> I know some people out in Vegas. We know lots of people in Vegas. <laughs> well, be amazing. Yeah. That yeah, you might not. That. So <laughs> never maybe mind. Not, maybe not a good not, idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> that. Forget it. My bad. All right. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Have night, a great man. night. See you later. Bye. Bye now. All, All right. right. So Laban. Uh, Labonditchburn.com. Please go, go check, check it out. out. Uh, that, that's, uh, <laughs> hey, I got to tell you, that's. Uh, yeah, that's a great conversation. That's a great conversation. So go check it out. Either way, uh, we got to get the fuck out of here because yep. uh, Josh is coming up next. Yep. Uh, you go check him out, redpillproject.com, or mm-hmm. you can stay here on pill.net. You can check him out there. Um, wait, we got to do this. We, we need to drop the pilled stream and do our tribute real All quick. Right. We're going to drop the pilled stream. So pilled fuckers. Sorry, folks. And give me a minute because I got to get it ready because I was. Love I, you guys, but you know we to... do have to dump you right now. I apologize. Um, not a big if you want to hang out come on over to the pilled stream in patriotparty.com or patriotpartypod.com and you you can find us over there uh if not we'll see you guys back tomorrow night enjoy josh tonight uh i know he's got a bang up show show going tonight so uh enjoy it we'll talk to you later and goodbye pilled you're gone red pill not pilled.net no just Red Pill. Red, Red Pill, Pill Project. We're going to release the scratch and relax. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it's there. It's coming. We're going to, I'm trying to remove these. Hey, I that actually went better than I thought it would. I know. I, I didn't, See? That was you, actually. You always doubt me when I bring these people on. You're always like. I do. You always bitch in advance. You're like. Nah, 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 well, I was nah, like, nah. well, when he said and his then, book was Courage, he actually has got something to talk about there. You know? Dang. Well, and the thing it's is, impressive. You know, I like what I heard. You always think that you're antisocial and you don't like people, but the truth is, you generally like, like real people. You like people on a one-on-one basis when they're they're actually real people. You don't like the fucking stupid mob stupidity, right? It's the mob mentality. It's I, when they it's I, when they start no I, turning I, on the news and turning off their thoughts that you can't handle them anymore. You I, don't like stupid people true that's yeah that pretty much i I was gonna have an argument and i don't because i don't have an argument folks she's right she's dead on uh not not to be 
And I mean, I, I, I might occasionally bring a stupid person on here just to just to completely demolish them. No, because that's just fun sometimes. Yeah. But for he the most part, it, that's, he was like, but for the he most, was, I liked, but I liked his message. He didn't. I love, yeah. He didn't like promote some bullshit. He was like, look, my wife had a, a fucking disease, you know? Yeah. That's holy a, shit. That's a that's rough a, situation. That's a rough situation. Be yep. stuck in a country. Like I have no idea where I'm going to go. Have you? Which one of you have ever been in that position? But I have. Yeah, I. I, I have. mean, the, honestly, I've been in that position before, where I had to run across a border because I, I have it meant to the say, difference between me dying and me living. I I have considered. This would suck because we wouldn't have the dogs. But I've considered like what would happen if the shit hits the fan while we're in Jamaica. Like, I mean, I know we can live at Palace for fifty-two weeks, but um. <laughs> you know we, we might actually have to be worried about that but i know hold on hey you want to get hot we would not lack for that though no, we if we were not if jamaica. we were going to be someplace for the nope. shit to hit the fan i would rather be in jamaica than anywhere else ask liana she'll tell you and i mean heather's going to be staying here so we know the animals would be well taken care of so yeah but will heather protect the animals with her life like i would She's bringing her idiot dogs here too. Oh, Jesus, I know, but we won't be here to deal with them, so it'll be fine. Retired dogs, <laughs> scary. Okay, they run into walls. They do over and over again. That's anyway. pretty funny. You want to get high? Yes. I was waiting for it. Get ready, folks. Load it up. Thunder, thunder, thunder. <laughs> King Drew's been tributing since 10 a.m. Good job, tribute. Love it. I was way early. Because I'm letting you hit this one. Ah! <laughs> Sparky boy. Siri, why did my relationships fail? This is Alexa, not Siri. <laughs> you know how many times Siri's told me that? And Alexa at the same time? Hopefully none, because they're only supposed to listen for their own keyword. But how do they hear it if they're only listening for their own keyword? Huh? <laughs> You're a woman, you can stay in Jamaica. I have my own woman, <laughs> I'm going to stay in Jamaica. So yes, we can live on the beach there. <laughs> Trust me, I could fucking make that work. No that shit's beautiful down there. It really is. I could build this a two-story home in three weeks. As long as I can smoke weed, we'll have a 25-fucking-story palace and paneling. Because Irish immigrants love paneling. Should we do it? Should we do a true spirits show while we're in Jamaica? I mean, I don't want to do the political news show like we're on vacation. No, but, but true spirits is our favorite. Yeah. I love true spirits. We could bring it. We could do. We could bring a Jamaican in to show them how red pilled the Jamaican. We'll find a staff member during the week. And we'll get one that's down with the cause. Maybe Nikki. The thing is, Nikki would love it. when we go on vacation, like we always go back to the same couple of places 
and we we know the staff like we get to know them so you know we're friends with them we know about their kids we know about everything about them so they send us pictures of their kids we send we send pictures of our boys and then we show back up and they're like holy shit it's fun when it's funny because there's there's some people in the hotel generally the higher level managers that when my mother's coming and they call her miss ingrid her name's ingrid um when my mother's coming some people are like uh oh no i'm i'm taking my vacation the week that miss ingrid's coming like that's when i go on vacation i'm not dealing with her and other people are like so yes wolf pack wolverines thunder kicks <laughs> so what are you gonna do so when the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nope. <laughs> Give them the nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Oh, FBI, so uh, where are you going to be when the FBI knocks on your door? Jamaica. You know, the whole reason we do this, um, just so you're aware, just in case you're not aware, this is the reason we do it. This is the guy we do it for. Justin. Cannabis combat. Whole reason. Only dog to ever say fuck you to Justin. <laughs> She literally is the only dog. The only dog. Well, fuck you, Justin. She totally, she, no, because there was one that ripped his arm off. That dog said, fuck you to Justin. She's the only one that ever won a battle against Justin. That's true. Yeah. She did. She completely won. But, uh, Uh, but yeah, there's some people when we go on vacation and they like, they'll change their own plans to make sure that they're working the week that Miss Ingrid is there because they know they're going to make more money and tips off of her than they will off anybody else the rest of the year. Yeah. So anyway. Um, we do have to get out of here. Vacation's and a blast. I know you guys got to go. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming by tonight. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you guys being here. I hope maybe we spawned you to think about something different, maybe in a different <clears> light. <throat> Who knows? We always try. Either way, we will be back tomorrow night with a normal news show tomorrow night, right? Yep. Uh, yep. 545. 545 for the lounge, for the 6 lounge, p.m. for the regular 6 show. 6 p.m. for the regular show. Yep. So show up, be there, be square. Um, and uh, we'll be back normal tomorrow night. Yep. And uh, till then, y'all fuckers have a great night for the Mick. And VLAN. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Thanks for watching. Don't go crazy tonight. Don't lose your mind. And uh, Sparky Boy, have a great night, bud.
But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters. Cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem play. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. And you can fuck around and find out. I love my country, love my freedom. Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. So come around here, son, running your Fuck around and find out 